Welcome to the I Am Persuaded podcast with Travis Shelton. Our desire is to provide weekly encouragement and biblical truths so that you too can be persuaded that He is able. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Now, let's hear what Pastor Travis has to say. Welcome back to the I'm Persuaded podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in each week as we post one of these episodes. And I truly just hope they're a blessing and an encouragement to your life. And so I'm just thankful and grateful for all of you that tune in uh, just to hear biblical insight on some current events. And then sometimes I just share my heart about something that God has just impressed on me from his word during that week. And then sometimes we answer your questions. And so speaking of the questions, there is still... A lot of questions that we haven't answered on the podcast, and so I have a list of those that we still need to get to in the future. But also, I would like for you guys to start submitting some new questions so that we have some new ones to fill in uh, the ones that we've already answered. And so if you've ever had a question about the Bible and you haven't had it answered properly, or maybe you're just a little bit confused on this topic or this area or this passage, uh, submit that, text it to me, DM it to me, um, email it to me, call me and ask me the question, and I would love to explain it to you and also put it on the podcast for a future episode. So I would really be just grateful if you would just submit some questions to the podcast. That would make me uh, just happy, and so that we can be diving into God's Word together, and that way I know you have a a drive to grow, and you want to see, see your relationship with Jesus and your relationship with the Word of God just grow as you understand it deeper. And that is my prayer behind this podcast, is that we are all growing in our relationship with the Lord. We want to be growing disciples. We want to be um, just growing personally in our relationship with the Lord so that we are closer to Jesus and we're becoming like Jesus day by day in our daily walk with the Lord. So today we're going to look another, I'm just going to share my heart today from a passage that God has just impressed on me about just being a disciple. And we're going to look at a very familiar passage of scripture in the Gospels. And the question that's going to be posed to us today is, which disciple are you? Which disciple are you? And so in Matthew 17, we're not going to read the whole passage. We'll just hit a few verses here and there. But Jesus is just coming off of a very huge moment in his life. And so it's a very eye-opening moment in the life of three disciples, three that went with Jesus. So Jesus oftentimes, as I've said, uh, maybe in a previous podcast, if you've ever heard me preach, I've said this before, but Jesus oftentimes would leave the large crowd and he would focus mostly on pouring into the life of those 12 men that followed him and walked with him and talked with him and watched him perform miracles. But then there's other times that he would take that number from, from 12 and he would slim it down to three. And Jesus would be pouring his life into these three men, Peter, James, and John. These three men knew Jesus like no one else. Yet they still had failures, they still had mistakes, but they had great successes while following Jesus during his life. And after Jesus returned to the Father, they were responsible for carrying on the mission of the church. And so there was a pattern that we see in, in Matthew chapter 16 and chapter 17. And so one, we will fall into one of these four categories, and there are two of which you should strive to be at, and two that you should strive to not be at, if that kind of makes sense. So two of these areas we're going to look at in the life of the disciples is where you as a growing Christian should want to be. And two of them, if you see yourself there today, you should strive to change through the help of the of, and the grace of Jesus to overcome whatever it is that's keeping you in this category. And so number one, we're going to look at the disciples here in Matthew chapter 17. It's a, or there, there is a group of confessing 
disciples, a group of confessing disciples. So number verse number one of Matthew 17 says, And after six days Jesus talketh, taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into the high mountains apart. And he was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white, was as was white as the light. And so verse 1 tells us that this event is taking place six days after the great confession of Peter. The setting of this very event is very important as we study the life of the disciples. In chapter 16, Jesus brings his disciples, all 12, to a very pagan city, and it's called Caesarea Philippi. There they did not worship and believe in Jehovah God. They did not worship Jehovah God. They actually worshiped a false god by the name of Pan. And so this idol or little g god that they would have that they chose to worship had wicked practices and so Jesus brings his disciples to this city and brings them to the gate or opening in this mountain which is literally called the gates of hell and he asked them two questions number 1 who do men say that I am and who do you say that I am the place that they were standing at would have been the epicenter for abortion and murder of innocent children during that time and so they would, in this very cave that Jesus was standing in front of, murder innocent children all to, all to please and satisfy this pagan god by the name of Pan. And so Peter answers for the group and says, Well, Jesus, men say that you're a good teacher. Men say that you're a prophet. Some say that you even are, you're just a great man as you walk about and do good. Jesus then does not acknowledge the answer of Peter for the crowd, but Jesus turns, to, turns the question to Peter and says, Okay, Peter, but who do you say that I am? And we know the great answer that Peter gives here. He says, Lord, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You are him. You're Jesus. And so Peter, just six days before the transfiguration, he was on a mountaintop experience with Jesus Christ. He confessed that Jesus was Lord. He was Lord of all. He was Lord of his life. And so following Christ for you and I begins there. Some of you listening to this podcast very recently might have confessed Jesus is Lord. You might have very recently placed your faith in Jesus. You might have very recently understood your need for a Savior and that the only acceptable Savior is Jesus Christ. Maybe some of you have forgotten that you confessed that Christ is Lord. Maybe some of you need to confess that Christ is Lord today. You say, why is it important that I confess him as Lord? Because if you think he is nothing more than a good teacher or a prophet, you will never follow him as he should be followed in your life. Because you do not see him as Lord. Anyone, in the, anyone listening, you can fall into this, this needing to confess category where whether you're saved, whether you're lost, sometimes we just backslide. And we need a fresh reminder that, hey, Jesus is Lord in my life. Jesus is Lord. He's my Savior. He saved me. He bought me. He is Jesus. He's the Son of God, the one that paid for my sins on the cross to offer me the righteousness and the forgiveness of sins. And so I wonder today, who is like Peter and is in need of getting their relationship with Jesus right? Who is like Peter? The question is posed to you right now. Who is Jesus to you? Are you the confessing disciple that, Lord, you're Jesus, you're the Christ, you're my Lord? Or today, are you kind of, you know, Jesus, maybe you are just a good man, a good prophet. If that's who he is to you, never follow him like you should. But if you confess like Peter, Peter said, Jesus, you are him. You're the Savior of the world. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God, the Most High. If that's your answer today, you're in the right place in your Christianity. If you've done that, 
Praise the Lord. That's the greatest decision you'll ever make in your life. And if you're saved and you've backslidden, it's not you have to get re-saved. We've answered that question on the podcast. But you just need to reconfess Jesus, your Lord. I confess my sins, my faults, my failures, and I'm placing you back head of my life. And I want to follow you with all of my being. Number two, we see growing disciples here in Matthew chapter 17. And this is where I would hope we are all at today. And if you aren't here, I pray that you're striving to be here and stay here in your Christianity. And so as we read in the passage, Jesus brings three guys. He apart from the other apart from the 12, he takes three of them up on the mountain where he is going to be transfigured. And so Jesus takes these three disciples, one of them being Peter, up to the top of Mount Hermon. Now understand Philippi where Peter confessed back a few chapters, is at the foot of Mount Hermon. And so Mount Hermon is the largest mountain in Israel, and no matter what time of year you go, it's snow-capped at the top. When I was there a couple of Januarys ago, it's very beautiful. I mean, the, Israel could be warm and sunny, but you go to Mount Hermon and you look up, and there's snow on the top of the mountain. It's just a magnificent sight. And so as these three disciples in Jesus make their way up to the top of Mount Hermon, they're trekking through snow, I'm sure. And so as they arrive to the top, they are... They're able to behold Jesus for who he truly is. And so during this experience, they see Moses who represents the law. They see Isaiah who represents the prophets. And then they see Jesus who represents redemption. Now by the law, not not by the law, but to fulfill the law through himself. And so they see Moses representing the law, Isaiah representing the prophets. But then they see Jesus fulfilled and transfigured, representing redemption to all that will believe. And making sure everything comes to pass that was predicted in the Old Testament through Jesus Christ and fulfilling the law, fulfilling the prophets. And so there's so much teaching here on Jesus in Matthew 17, but that's for another podcast episode or another sermon. Today we're focusing clearly just on the disciples and their growth and as they're a follower of Jesus. And so notice as they hear the voice of Almighty God claim and validate that this is the Messiah of the world, they quickly realize that they are standing before the Savior and the Redeemer of the world. Now they have been told by Jesus that he is the Son of God. They have been told by Jesus that his mission is to seek and to save that which was lost. And so this moment in their life is validation This is the moment after confession where Jesus becomes real to them. They realize he is him. This is Jesus. Basically, the man, and oh man, how we need Christians in youth groups, in churches, in communities that have these type of experiences with God. Too many times we see in Christians and in modern day Christianity is after confession, there is never any growth. What we find here is that that the mountaintop experience with God is brought on by a true and genuine moment with Jesus Christ. So let me ask you, when is the last time that you picked up the word of God and studied it to know Christ? Not just to check it off a list and say, well, I've done my duty for today. I've read the Bible. Listen, you're not going to get to the mountain-like experiences like these guys had if you never truly pick up the word and study and dig into it and truly get to know Jesus. A lot of times we do not see Jesus for who he truly is because of things that are clouding our vision. When they realized who was standing beside them and before them, the Bible says they fell on their faces. They were terrified. And these guys were what these guys were experiencing was growth in their relationship with Jesus Christ. The other guys down at the bottom of the mountain, they did not get to experience this with Jesus. 
Only these three guys that suffered a little bit to get to the top of the mountain, that had a confessing a relationship with Jesus just six days before this, they get poured into, they get to experience who Jesus truly is before his crucifixion. And my question is, how often are you growing? How often are you studying the word and praying and seeking the face of Jesus to truly grow in your relationship with him? After confession, when you begin to grow in Jesus, you start to become like Jesus. And so some of you might have made a confession of Jesus this year or five years ago or 10 years ago or 50 years ago. And so the question is, did your life ever change? Did your speech ever change? Did your habits ever change? If not, it's because you met Jesus, but you do not truly know Jesus. You're saved, you've confessed, but you have not really grown and gotten to know him fully. And I'm burdened that too many Christians are in the the next category that we're going to get to and not in the growth category. And so our world, our we desperately need Christians that are growing in their relationship with Jesus. So I pray that you're truly growing tonight. I pray you're growing today. I pray that through your weekly devotion with Jesus, you're growing and becoming like him and knowing him deeper on a a deeper level than you've ever been before. That should be your prayer is that you are growing right where you are. The third one is we see able disciples. We see able disciples. Now as Jesus And the three, they've experienced the transfiguration. They've had this amazing moment. They come down to the mountain. And so Jesus instructs them on the way down to tell no man what they have witnessed on top of the mountain. And as soon as they get back to the bottom, reality hits. And so we know what that's like. We have an amazing growth moment with Jesus in our study in the morning before work or at night before bed. And then we wake up and we get a phone call or a text message that seems like reality just punched us in the face after a huge growth moment. That's what these three felt like in Jesus as they come back down the mountain. And so the world as they knew it comes back and they are confronted with an issue, and Jesus is confronted with an issue anyway. And so while Jesus and the three disciples were on top of the mountain, the other nine disciples stayed at the bottom. And so now remember, they were called to follow Jesus. Jesus had told them that they have power to cast out demons, to do works in his name. He has empowered them just as he has us as believers. But someone comes up to the disciples in this chapter with a demon-infected son or a demon-possessed son, and he asks the disciples to handle this situation with the demon-possessed son. And so I want us to notice the part of the issue first. So as a follower of Jesus Christ, you and I have been empowered and commissioned. If we looked at Matthew 28 tonight, we have been empowered and commissioned to go and teach, to baptize, to make disciples. We have been empowered by Jesus, and we have a commission to tell others about Jesus and go in the power of Jesus Christ. And so we're also promised that we will never do that alone. Because he is always with us. And so these disciples are confronted with a situation where someone needs a follower of Jesus. And so there will be times like that in your life where you are confronted with an issue that needs a follower of Jesus. Maybe it's someone at school. Maybe it's someone at work. Maybe it's someone in the store that you happen to have a conversation with. Maybe somebody in your family. And they realize that they need to believe on Jesus Christ. They need to place their faith in him as Savior and make him Lord of their life. And so the question that arises is, are you able to lead that person to Jesus through your knowledge of the Scripture? Are you able to take them to the right passage in Scripture to help them believe on Jesus? These disciples here could not help this man because they did not have faith as Jesus told them that they needed. 
And so in essence, they were a useless follower of Jesus in this moment. And so if you have confessed and you're growing, you should have these situations in your life where someone comes to you with a Bible question or someone comes to you and they, they need to believe on Jesus and they need your help on, in how to do so. And so the question is, are you willing and ready to lead others to the Lord? Maybe it's not salvation, but maybe it's just encouragement. Maybe you have a brother or sister in Christ in your family at work or at school that's just going through something. And so they come to you seeking advice. Are you able to give them true biblical advice as an able disciple? So are you a true follower of Jesus that's able to help someone who's in a time of need, who's standing in need of biblical encouragement or biblical salvation? Don't be the type of disciple that's useless, the type of disciple that can't give biblical insight or biblical wisdom. We need Christians that are able to speak into people's scripture. And so you say, how am I able to do that? By knowing scripture personally, by diving into God's word and getting to know God's word. And as Jesus becomes part of you and you become part of Jesus and you start becoming like Jesus, you'll be able to share the gospel that much more effectively. And so as always, I hope this has been an encouragement. I hope that you've grown as a disciple. And I hope that if you find yourself in one of those categories of not growing or being a stagnant disciple or maybe not even being a helpful disciple to Jesus, I pray today that you would seek confession. You would confess that he is Lord, confess your sins before him. You would begin growing, and then you would have moments in your life where you get to be the one that leads somebody to the Lord. You get to be the one that is able to share the gospel, the one that's able to spread encouragement through biblical verses. And so, as always, have a great Friday, and God bless. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the I Am Persuaded podcast, please consider subscribing and share with your friends. We pray this is a blessing in your life. God bless.